Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Barbie. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me in this beautiful movie podcast dream house are my fellow Kens. We've taken over. We have Anthony. I'm a 10, so I'm pulling the Ken. Is that a song you just made up, by the way? No, that is a lyric from the Barbie song. Is from, it? Uh, Nicki Minaj and... Uh, oh, you're right. You Ice are 100% Spice. right. Is it Ice Spice? It's good. Yeah. That's, that's a great reference. That's a great reference. Uh, the other Ken in the building today, rocking, you know, the stereotype a beach Ken shirt. Uh, it is Shay. Hey, Shay. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I thought you were going to introduce yourself as like, I'm one of your Kens today, not one of your hosts. I really thought you were going to go down that path, but here, well, here we are. But I said my fellow Kens. You did. Which in, in, you encapsulates did. all of us as Kens. We could also be Barbies. I mean, Shay, you and I are probably Barbies and we're Anthony's Barbies, our Ken yeah. because he has the blonde hair right now. Yeah. yeah. Anthony's yeah. definitely a Ken or and Kenny. And Kenny? And Kenny. I don't. <laughs> and Kenny. And Kenny. <laughs> it feels like I have like a speech impediment trying to say that. And Kenny. Like, and, and Kenny. And it almost Kenny. sounds Greek. Uh, and Kenny Anatopoulos? <laughs> <laughs> this has been the week that, you know, I feel like the world has been waiting for. Barbie Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer is finally upon us. And we're kicking things off, of course, with our review of Barbie. Um, thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch this film. There's been so much leading to the release of both of these movies, and we're finally here. You know, uh, th- the last time we got something like this with with, Bar- with Barbie and Oppenheimer, uh, which is kind of ironic, was about 15 years ago. We had The Dark Knight, another Nolan film, going up against Mamma Mia. Yeah, 15 years to the, day to the day of this review releasing, which is crazy. It's the 50th crazy. anniversary of The Dark Knight. And we're celebrating by talking about Barbie. And it's, also uh, funny, it's two Nolan <laughs> films going against such a, you know, beautiful, beloved kind of movie like that, you know? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's funny how that works out. I mean, it's not the first time, obviously, that, you know, movies open up on the same weekend against each other. But I don't think we've had it in this scale before. And I've never seen the internet as a blaze as it's been, I feel like the last year and a half with these movies releasing on these dates, you know, we've been getting the memes of, you know, the house is, is in, in Malibu with like the, the colorful house and then like the, the Airbnb house. one. Yeah. And then yes. we have the um, obviously all the posters and the mashups, you know, our friends at Laird Butter dropped a poster as well, too, for Barbenheimer. And these movies could not be more 
difference and the subject matter especially for oppenheimer is very sad and like very just it's it's what's wild so it's, it's we have, crazy we haven't that seen oppenheimer yet though so it could we be have the not. same film you know it could be bright and colorful we just you know they're just hiding those scenes <laughs> yeah. from all of the marketing you know it's, yeah, it's a very interesting has an movie. existential crisis he doesn't want to make yeah. the bomb anymore so he goes to the real world you yeah know? that's that's exactly what's happening but I think uh, so. yeah, he is in the real world though it's all no, he's real in the bomb he's in the that, bomb that movie world. is real as much as any real movie can be man <laughs> it's, yeah, true. You never know. <laughs> it's true it's <laughs> true uh but we love it you know we, we've been looking forward to this weekend a very long time but of course we do want to say we we there's a strike going on right now the writers have been strike on strike the last couple months the actors have went on strike and we know and we acknowledge here at the movie podcast that our show would not exist without the movies and shows that we love written by these writers or brought to life from these performers and it sucks and we really hope that a resolution comes through soon because these studios make a lot of money these studio figureheads make even more money and the people who create the works that we love we always say that whenever we get the chance to talk to the people that make the things that we love or talk to the writers or the creators they deserve to be compensated fairly so we're we're 100 we stand with the writers guild we stand with the actors uh, guild as well too um but we are here to talk about the film and we will talk about the film because that's what we are this is the movie podcast you could catch brand new episodes all throughout the week we have reviews we have interviews uh, eventually we'll have some interviews again uh, we do have full disclosure. We do have some interviews that were done before the strike happened. So stay tuned for those. And obviously, uh, we will mark those in our description and everything that's all done pre-strike. So we're not, you know, we're not scabbing anywhere here. But we, uh, those are all done why? before the strike happened. <laughs> why would we be scabbing? It's so funny. It's like, yeah, no, like why are you we're not against scabbing. us? We're just giving no. you content. <laughs> yeah, we're just giving you the interviews that we've done before. Uh, but we've we've been really lucky to have some incredible special guests joining us on our show um, from across the industry. Uh, and we have some really cool guests, hopefully, planned in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for all of that and more. I really encourage you all to follow us on all of our socials, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, at the movie podcast we're on threads we'll probably be on blue sky at some point you know that we are um we'll get the show in there i don't know whatever social media is alive by then if we're still alive who knows we're going to be on it and of course make sure if you're watching this on youtube subscribe leave a comment below let us know what you think of, the, of barbie let us know what you think of three guys reviewing barbie you know we're, we're here for all of it you want to know what you think. And if you want to keep the conversation going, join our Discord. Episodes of the movie podcast may end, but the conversation doesn't have to stop there. Join our Discord. We're having some great conversations in there. And we're going to have an Oppenheimer room open. We're going to have a Barbie room open. And we I don't believe we have one yet, but we'll open up a mission room and whatever movies come out. There's so much to look forward to. Um, and really quickly, before we get to Barbie, I know we've been talking a while, or I've been talking a while at least. Uh, we are accredited for the Toronto International Film Festival. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be lots happening in September. We don't know what's really going on yet with the schedule or interviews or anything like that because of the strike. But as soon as we know more, you're already in the right place. So stay here. But today is all about Barbie. This film is releasing on July 21st, the same day as Oppenheimer, and is directed by Greta Gerwig. You already know the stacked cast that is in this film, but of course, we're just we have to mention Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Barbie and Ken together on the big screen for the first time. Uh, and I already said thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers Pictures for inviting us to watch this film. So, Anthony, 
I would love for you to start us off with your first reaction to Greta Gerwig's Barbie. You got to start with the Ken, right? Ken you got to start with the Ken. You got to start with the Ken. The um, Kennergy is full of what the Kennergy is very full right now yes, in the movie podcast. One hundred percent full of Kennergy. I <laughs> really enjoyed this movie a lot. I thought it was creative and funny, and at moments, a lot of moments, touching. And truthfully, this movie is the lady's godfather. I think this is this is the consensus when we were coming out of the theater that this was their vibe. This is a movie that really connected with. Um, the women in our theater. And I think that that says a lot. I think this is a film that I don't know why, but I want to say they've been waiting for, for a very long time. And it celebrates women as well. I think that's a, an important aspect of Barbie and Greta directs Barbie in a way that really asks who, who is Barbie? Who, who really is Barbie? And I, I always go back to um, the Malibu Stacy episode of the Simpsons where they also questioned who was Malibu Stacy, and they had Lisa kind of, no, Malibu Stacy should be this and this and this. But like what Greta does is she dives into all the aspects of the doll and what truly, you know, means to be perfect in today's world. But what I love about Barbie is the perception of what people think is going to happen when you see the trailer, you think it's fun, it's dazzling, it's crazy. And then boom, you're hit with, it's emotionally grounded storytelling and then balance the two types of elements into one. And I think that's the best way of approaching a, a, an iconic toy. And then, and that was the whole thing about Barbie. It's like, what are they get? What's the story that we're going to be told? Or is it just Barbie goes into the real world, but there's so much deeper meaning to what she represents. And I think that's, also a big thing with Barbie is who does she represent in this world over the years? And I think this movie really does a great uh, job of attacking that and giving the audience and just people from all ages an understanding of what Barbie means to people, you know? Yeah. So I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. But yeah, like I love the, I love the perspective of her living in Barbie land and then venturing off into the the human world and the shock of what the real world looks like to Barbie and even Ken and just how, oh my gosh, this is not how we live in Barbie land. And it's just, it's funny. It's, it's an interesting, I don't want to give too much away, but I just feel like it's such an interesting juxtaposition of how they live their lives and how the real world really lives their lives. Um, Margot Robbie embodies Barbie incredibly even the movie acknowledges it at one point where there's a fourth wall breaking scene with her character is she's just I think it, there's a lot of people saying reactions saying that Ryan Gosling steals the show I think actually Margot Robbie and from the beginning to the end of this movie is fantastic and she is the embodiment of this character and she steals the movie for me I think every she just showcases a range of emotions where Ken is more of like this funny. I feel like Ryan Gosling is just portraying like a Ken that we don't know. Like whenever you hear about Ken, you think of like, oh, that's just Barbie's boyfriend. And that's that is the idea. Yeah. He's an accessory. Yes, he's an accessory. But Barbie is so she's so stereotypical in this sense because she is stereotypical Barbie. But like there's so much emotion that is drawn out of her and it's just a, does a fantastic job um ryan's portrayal of ken is unique because there there is a transition with his character that i didn't expect that 
that I was like, oh, I did not see this coming. And you might see it in the trailers, just the way he looks and his his outfits. But there is a different side of Ken that kind of comes out once he hits the real world. Uh, production design is where this movie really shines. I think Barbie Land really captures the aesthetic of the of Barbie's world and her dream house and what Barbie wears every day and all the the Barbies and how they wake up in the morning and greet themselves and everything that lives in this world just feels it's real, even though these are all toys and the, the props that they use are just so beautifully designed. It just felt like, man, they made this giant toy house with the cars, with the clothing, with with uh, just even like the milk canisters and the the toaster ovens and just the bed shape. Everything is fantastic. Like it just felt real and it felt like a toy at the same time. Um, there's a really good article that I was reading this morning that I came across, which was like, uh, I think it was British Vogue that talks about Barbie and Ken's fits because clothing is another big thing about Barbie and, and Ken and how Barbie's more 50s, 60s and inspirational and and Chanel driven while Ken has like this surfer vibe. But then when he connects with the real world, his vibe turns into like 80s sportswear, which is yeah. really, really cool. It's a really good, um, really good uh, article. So I encourage you to go find it. Um, but I want to say the marketing for this movie. I haven't seen marketing for this movie like this since I've the one that really connected me as with me as a kid was Batman forever because Batman forever marketing was everywhere. And that was 1995. And I've never really experienced that until this year with Barbie where everything and everyone, even the movie podcast right now is collaborating with Barbie. We just don't know it, but it had this level of awareness of, 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 of a film in the night, like very similar to what you would have gotten at the nineties brought to modern day times, which I feel like we're missing. And it just works well because Barbie is so approachable. I think a lot of people know who Barbie is, uh, the clothing, the the aesthetic, everything. Like, And it connects with all like women and men and all that. And it has like this fun, bubbly vibe. So it just works for everything. Um, my only feedback for this movie is it could be shorter. I, I found there was a couple of sequences where you felt the pace affected and it kind of like, felt like oh just quicken this up a bit and yeah especially in the second half in the film I there, yes in the really second really half really you could really feel it was almost a, a, a little bit of repeti- repeti- repetition that's happening yeah. so you're just like oh i've seen this already let's get let's get this story finished also as good as ryan is i don't think he's oscar worthy where a lot of people are saying mr gosling is oscar worthy for his performance no offense mr gosling i think you're great i just don't think you're the the Academy Award greatness that, that uh, <laughs> a lot of people have been saying. But overall, it's a fantastic film. Uh, I think it will become a staple in many top 10 lists uh, with pop culture and history and just the messaging and captivating you with a visual experience. I think it's just a really beautiful film. and It is a fantastic film. It's, I, I want to start, Anthony... Because you, when you were talking about the marketing, Warner Brothers traditionally has some of the best, I think, film campaigns that we've seen um, time and time again. You know, 15 years ago today, we're talking about the Dark Knight. Um, we look at the Dark Knight campaign. A lot of the times with their movies, they find a way to just really penetrate pop culture. And 
I think, and you know, Oppenheimer is going to benefit from this as well too. It's funny that Nolan is just attached to that through that as well. But uh, the fact that we have a movie that is so embedded in pop culture right now, Barbie's all people have been talking about the last year when it comes to movies. I think when we got that first trailer of Margot uh, stepping out of the heels and then the heels stayed elevated, that was enough for you to be like, I get it. I 100% get it. This movie is so unapologetically what it is. Barbie embraces the camp. It embraces everything that we've seen in movies before. And I'm looking at movies like, weirdly, I was seeing movies like The Flintstones or Austin Powers or The Grinch or even Fat Albert of all movies, where it's like you're embracing the bright and the bold and the craziness of these characters or what these are, or these tours or even the Lego movie. And you're just creating that and you're not afraid to make something that's campy and to make something that's like true to what it is they weren't trying to make barbie a real person in the sense of like she's a character living her life doing her thing she is but she's well aware that she's in a movie she's well aware that she is a toy and somebody's playing with her and i think that's really cool that's a really cool thing to include in your film and this move and Barbie's just filled with some incredible performances, obviously Margot and Ryan, but you're looking at the supporting cast. Simu Lu has some great scenes in this film. I think America Ferreira is great in this film. Um, there's a really, really strong supporting casts. And again, when we look at this weekend of giant films opening with Oppenheimer and with Barbie, prob- this is probably one of the best weekends of Hollywood casts we've ever seen. We have Mission Impossible, we have Barbie, we have Oppenheimer. Easily one of the best months of movie casts we've ever seen all playing at one time at a movie theater. Uh, Shabazz, I would love for you to jump in. Give us your thoughts on Barbie. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a um, movie you've never seen before because if you if you didn't grow up in the 90s, you, you aren't a millennial, you probably haven't been getting movies like this. This is... This is such a touchstone of of product placement that feels relative, that feels earned. Um, you talk about movies that have that that are that are about products, and you can feel the cringe that you sometimes get when you hear about them. This works. This absolutely works. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie, they are so great together. They have such great energy and chemistry together the last time we saw this was when we had jody benson and and michael keaton playing uh uh barbie and ken in toy story 3 they were yeah they're the last you know barbie and ken that we got and i was like no one can compare to this because you know michael keaton killed it but ryan Gosling brought that same kind of energy that we wanted and loved and it was so good it was so beloved i i had such a great time with this movie i think also will ferrell is so well used in this movie he can sometimes you know be he can sometimes take control of the film when he's in it you know what he doesn't really do smaller roles like this but sometimes when he's in a movie it really becomes the will ferrell show he's so well utilized in this movie every moment that he's in it just absolutely works um there's the actor from the after party whose name i'm, I'm totally forgetting right now uh and he's also in cruella uh, if anyone finds the name, let me know. But Jamie, I'll get it for you right now. Jamie Dem- Demartru, I believe that's it. So I'm sorry on funny. the last name. I do apologize. <laughs> no, it's all yeah, good. It's, I mean, uh, Jamie Jamie Demartru, you're right. 
hilarious absolutely hilarious totally kept killing us we had kingsley benadir who was so funny as ken as well and of course gang we already mentioned simalu this this movie it really gives you that introspective look on what it is like to be a woman and when i was watching this film i'm like man I've heard my sister talk about stuff like this. I've heard my mom talk about stuff like this. There are women in my life that have expressed this kind of fear, this kind of joy to me. And I was like, I get it. This is, this is really hitting it. And, you know, us three men watching this movie, we were having a great time. We were totally like, we get it. Yeah. This, this is something that happens. You know, this, you talk about the patriarchy, you talk about all these great things, this movie, we totally get it. It is right on and it's it's so well done and this is something that only i think greta gerwig really in the hands of a phenomenal director like her she absolutely nailed it she knew what the story that she wanted to tell and man it is so relatable in so many uh so many places you also have such great representation not only just for the people that are either but like you have people that are wearing hijabs you have people that are in wheelchairs there's so many great there's so many great moments of representation in this movie that really it shows you that Barbie can be for anybody and Barbie is for anybody. Uh, it's funny. It's, it's a great time. I do agree with you guys on the fact that the, the, the latter half of this film is kind of where it feels a little bit disjointed. Um, I think some editing, some cleanup, some pacing could be done there because you really are strapped in for that first half of the film. The second half is where for some people it could completely lose you or you could be on board, but you're like, okay, I'm kind of feeling like it's kind of wobbly here. But it, it's not a huge fault to the film. It's it's definitely something that is noticeable, but it doesn't deteriorate the movie at all for me. What, what's funny, too, is that, you know, even with all of the themes in this film, what makes it work is that they confront it head on. It's not like it's suggested or it's like a veiled, like, oh, you know, like, no. We're, it's on the nose. We're we're telling you straight up like this is the reality of the world that people are in and when you leave barbie world and you go to the real world and you see how people are there and like we're not hiding that and i think that's what i really admire about greta and what she did with barbie is that we are attacking you know these things head on and i really like that barbie land is kind of like a satirical look at the gender roles that you know we have here in the world right and and, and it's not afraid to confront those things um and I, and I just think this movie is just so funny about it as well, too. And I think that's where that's where I'm at, where this movie, like, there are so many incredible themes. This is going to Barbie's going to be a movie that so many people are going to write papers on in school. It's so going to be people, their personality, right? It's going to be their personality. We were in a theater last night with the majority of women dressed like they were at, you know, a Barbie party, which was so like, I'll be honest, it was a fun experience to be part of that. Yeah. Because you get to, it was like, it was the closest that we get sometimes to watching a movie with an opening night crowd because there was so much cheering and laughter. And it was just great being in, in the theater watching that. And Shay, you mentioned it like this, this movie is a millennial dream work. Barbie really is. This is Barbie's the most millennial movie I've ever seen in my life. Like you're, you're, you're having a movie that is making these references to boy bands, to nineties culture, to early two thousands culture. It's not afraid of what it is. And Greta's not afraid to, you know, bring on screen the things that obviously meant a lot to her and growing up and make it part of this film and also Noah Baumbach who is one of the writers of this film uh, it's not afraid to to embrace that and us who are millennials who loved what we saw it's like this is fan service this is nostalgia done right and in a world and in a time where we're getting so many movies that do it wrong from this very studio and I'm looking at the flash I'm looking at Space Jam Legacy 
this is a movie barbie is a movie that looks at the nostalgia of what works and presents it in a way that makes sense and that's what i love so much about it there's a very specific reference in this movie to pride and prejudice that felt like yeah that that's totally for me as somebody who grew up watching the bbc version of pride and prejudice that's that that moment i appreciated that because it's such a specific thing and it's not like a it's not like a a crowd-pleasing moment like hey here's a cg version of christopher reeve you know what i mean it's like this is like an earned very specific nod that people will appreciate and Michael and Barbie, Sarah is great. And Michael too, Sarah. So he's so no, 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 good. please. No, he's Michael so Sarah as Alan is hilarious. And I think he's just used so well because he's just somebody too. He's just trying to figure out what life is. And it doesn't matter how perfect your life is. If you're in Barbie land or if you're in the real world, you're always going to have issues. And I love that this movie empowers you. It uplifts you. It's such a fun watch. And I think that's what's going to make it a new instant classic you know anthony mentioned that this is like you know the woman godfather and it's true this like the barbie is going to be that movie that people go back to and watch and love like and remember it for being that you know that beacon of just not you know femininity but also just like this is the movie we've been waiting for you yeah, know it's, it's not afraid to be what it is there's a scene in the in the movie where one of the Kens is watching the Godfather and he's they're, they're playing on the <laughs> fact that like, any I, I don't know. I didn't know this, but I guess any guy who's watching the Godfather explains the Godfather to women and they're it's like, it's just mansplaining, yeah, right? That's what it is. This is going to be exactly how women would, would explain Barbie to us. And we're going to be like in the same mindset of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. it's just like, <laughs> it's just so funny because it is their Godfather. It is, it is the Godfather of, and, it, and it's rightly so. I think it's a perfect film. Um, it, but you said it right, Dale. I think you have to understand being millennial and the aspects of what drives the, the script and, and, and just everything that we're introduced to is just, she hits it on the nose perfectly. Yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked that this, this movie is nominated for best screenwrite, uh, original screenwrite, because it is a fantastic yeah. script. Yeah, and I'm curious. I feel like because it's based on a thing, it has to be adapted screenplay. I think it has to be adapted. I'm, I'm curious yeah. because it's often established IP. But even then, it's like my oh, god, brilliant. like it's what a what a wonderful just story to tell. And uh, you know, I remember after watching, it, I'm like, man, like there's so much that leading up to this movie, leading up to Barbie, I was thinking, who is this movie for? I know people in their 20s and their 30s are going to really love this movie. But is this for kids? 100% kids could watch it. Yeah. They're not going to understand a lot of the the bigger themes around it. But I going back to movies that I've watched as a child where I'm like, oh, that was an adult joke, but I just like, didn't get it at the time. There's going to be a lot of that where kids are going to get more from it as they return to it as they get older. Yeah, stick with me here. It's, it it, it kind of reminded me of when we watched Shrek as kids. You know, we yeah. came out in the 2000s and that really was like, oh, there's some jokes in here that are so vulgar this is that kind of movie where you're going to be like where kids are going to have a really good time because the movie's bright beautiful and still very very approachable and then when they get older they be like oh my god that was the joke i watched as a child like it, it's it's just fantastic i'm also already excited for what our comments are going to look like down right now in this video uh so i mean if you have things to say i about dare movie, you please yeah I dare you let's let's have yeah, a beach, let's off. beach off we'll be we'll beach Absolutely. off right now <laughs> You know Come what I mean? At us, I dare yeah. you. We're gonna, yeah, we're we not gonna. Really you beat gave off. us a view, so I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I also no, like, but, and, and that's the thing, right? Oh, Anthony, please go. I, I was just gonna say, I also like that everyone 
well, the majority of, well, all the women in Barbie land are Barbies, right? Like I know Barbie always had her friends and all that. And there, there's like pregnant Barbie, which I didn't know there was, but I'm. Yeah, I've, Emerald Fennel. I've missed. <laughs> yes, and I yeah. feel Midge. like that might have made sense at certain points in the it, the 70s or 80s but i'm i'm glad that everyone stuck to being a barbie or not a christy or whoever barbie's friends were at the time yeah it's a I nice like choice that. right yeah. yeah it's it's nice to have like no like they're all barbies and barbie means something different to all of them um and you know another another thing that this film remind me of what barbie reminded me of um was when we were watching wandavision because it was really embracing all of these different inspirations but it also was having these you know we're having a weird kind of you know, somebody's mind is feels like it's kind of breaking right now, and it's there's some really you know dark and twisted moments as well too. Uh, Shay, you mentioned um, you mentioned Will Ferrell, who is who's fantastic in the movie. Uh, I also wanted to shout out, oh my god, uh, Raya Perlman, um, who you'll know who. Uh, she's in Matilda. She plays Matilda's mom in, in the film, and she's a, a comedic legend on her own. Um, I won't spoil who she's playing or anything, but she is fantastic in this movie as well, too. Um, I really also want to shout because Anthony mentioned, you know, the art direction. I wanted to sh- uh, shout out the cinematography of Barbie because there's some like when when you're trying to think like, hey, how am I going to capture a world that looks like a toy land? And there's some really cool moments with the when they do like these more established shots that reminded us of Game Night, where it's like, oh, it looks like. They're like their toys being played with. And even like the way they kind of move when they're being thrown through the air, it looks more like a kid is like lifting them up and playing with them. Right. Uh, Rodrigo uh, uh, Pretro, who's also going to be the cinematographer of Killers of the Flower Moon. So he has two very distinctly different looking movies, uh, but both equally amazing looking in their own way. Uh, Barbie is going to be one of the most iconic movies of all time. And, you know, from its visuals, from its soundtrack, which I think is going to do gangbusters because there's some bangers in this movie. Uh, but it all comes back to Margot Robbie. This is yet another iconic performance of her. And it, when if, you, if you've looked at the last 10 years of Margot Robbie, I don't think any other actor comes close to assembling the type of iconic roles that she's had in the last 10 years. She kind of came on the scene for the first time with Wolf of Wall Street was her big breakout role. That was 10 years ago this December. And you look at what she's been able to do since then, becoming a producer, bringing these big projects to light. Um, She's one of the most, I think, important actors working today. And Barbie is just an incredible performance for her. She she deserves all the flowers for this movie. And the Um, movie is so self-aware that Margot Robbie is in this movie. Yes. It's it's so on the nose that the whole time you're just like, yeah, this is just, this deserves the biggest slow clap. That's amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. Because again, like we said in the beginning, this is going to be people's personality. This is a movie that's going to be talked about for a very, very long time, not only for its marketing, but because of the film that it is, it's going to be it's going to be in the IMDb top 250. Like it's got to be there. It's going to be one of the most logged movies in letterbox. And I guarantee you right now, there's going to be an article that letterbox drops in the next couple days where it's like Barbie is the most logged movie in a 24 hour period ever above a 4.0 rating. You you know what I mean? It's going to like, there's going to be a very specific status. Like this is the most logged movie since it's released ever. And I love that people are doing double headers of, of Oppenheimer and Barbie. Make sure you watch Oppenheimer first because if you watch it second, you're going to probably be depressed even though we haven't watched it, but we know what to expect. Uh, but I also think like other than the fact that Warner Brothers put Barbie 
on the same date as Oppenheimer as kind of like a middle finger to Nolan. There's no better summer movie than Barbie. Like you get the most summer vibes from this movie. I, I already could party. see, you know, exactly. I was about to say, I could already see, you know, summers from now where it's like, oh, come watch, come watch Barbie on the beach. We're doing like a, like a, a screening on the we're beach of Barbie. Have a beach nu- party. Nuclear bombs go off on the island. <laughs> no. We already have our Halloween costumes for this year. Yeah. Based on this film. Like it's done. We're all going to be just variants of Ken. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but it's just so fun, right? And I, I think that's what a lot of movies miss sometimes, especially when you're dealing with big IP. Is this fun? And Barbie is probably the most fun you're going to have in the movie theater this year. I I have fun with Mission Impossible. I had fun with Spider-Verse in very different ways. This is just a pure fun movie, plain and simple, that is not afraid to attack you know gender norms and all of that head on it's not it's not veiling it like i said earlier these are attacking these ideas head on is that going to piss a lot of people off yeah it is but it doesn't matter because this movie barbie is is for everyone and if it bothers you that like there's a specific uh, specific reference or something that is going to irk you then that's just the world we live in you know what i mean but it's just funny that i'm glad that this movie wasn't afraid to do that and there's some very specific references that you'll know once you watch it that i'm surprised warner brothers was like thumbs up we're okay with you saying that because <laughs> oh, yeah. you'll know you'll know when you hear it but it's I like, feel oh, like wow that, like that audience would be the one that probably won't watch it though daniel so they uh, won't, that, but like, that audience is going to be in our comments right now being like yeah or, or they'll, w- that that scene will obviously that's that scene like I, again it's the reality of the world that we live in that barbie's going to be one of those movies that's going to be pirated and uh, it's going to you're going to be able to watch the full movie on tiktok the Easy. first weekend which sucks yeah daniel, but, you were recording it right remember i, I, remember uh, I, I said i mean you, I, I was getting this. eyes a couple times but like there was there's uh that's going to be like a scene that i feel like we're going to see unfortunately on you know on tiktok where it's gonna be like people be like oh look at this scene how they're making fun of this group of people it's like no it's not like you have to be able to make fun of yourself perspective right like that's what this movie's all about and that's what exactly and that's what this like people don't get it until they really like look outside the box and understand why this movie was made in this way yeah and it's all based on perspective yes it's finally a perspective that. that hasn't been hasn't had the opportunity to be as vocal and like i said greta just been able to take barbie and just hit it home like home run like it's a a, she gets the message across for sure she does and and that's the thing right this movie is exactly what it wants to be i think it's exactly the type of movie that needs to be coming out right now and i'm hoping that studios and directors take the right messages away from barbie not the same not the same messages that they took away from the lego movie where it's like let's just start doing a bunch of movies based on ip no tell a good story have a great message have great creators and writers and actors behind them and then pay them their proper due let's get to our final recommendation anthony i'd love for you to start us off I am going to say this is a real gem for me. I really enjoyed my time with it, and I think oh. a lot of people will as well. I love it. That's a real gem from our Ken. Shabazz, yourself, what uh, is, is your rating? This is an easy watch. It. It's it's such a good time. It's a summer beach blowout. Um, again, I think the, the, the last second half of this film here gets a little... Uh, mud a little bit, but overall, still a fantastic film. Something we're going to be talking about for a very, very long time. You're going to have a lot of fun with it. It'll probably require repeat viewings because some of the laughter might might cover some of the jokes that you might have missed. So definitely go watch it twice. 
I love it. Uh, for me, you know, like I was like, as we were talking about it more, I'm like, yeah, I'm like debating between the real gem and the watch it. For me right now, I definitely going to go watch Barbie again. It's the highest watch it I could I could give. I I love this movie. It is such a fun time. It is. It's just one of those movies that it's just it's part of pop culture. It's and and it doesn't happen often when you have a movie that just comes out and it just feels so embedded in the world and how we talk and movie references and all of that. That's what Barbie is going to be. We're going to see Barbie posters in people's room. It has like that Pulp Fiction, uh, that Pulp Fiction feel to it where it's like, it's just going to be very, it's going to be very iconic. And Barbie is, and will be one of the most iconic movies of all time. Go watch it. Go love it. You're going to have a, such a great time with it. And, you know, just heed our words. Like, it's a great time. And, and I'm excited to revisit it. And we'll talk about it more in a future episode to see if our r- rankings and reviews change as we go. But I do want to say thank you so much for watching and for listening to the movie podcast. We love what we're doing here. We want to keep doing it. There's lots of great ways to support us. The best way to do it right now is to follow us on our socials, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok at the movie podcast follow us that would mean the world to us a like goes a long way please engage with all the incredible videos and posts that we're putting out there and it's also the best place to see all of the cool stuff that we have going on uh we've been having some really cool events happening so you want to check out all of that and more and make sure you subscribe to us on youtube and join our discord thank you to our friends at watching um Thank you. Sorry. Thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers for inviting us to watch Barbie. Uh, Anthony made some really cool videos for Barbie and for Oppenheimer that we will be dropping on Instagram. It's out now on TikTok. Go check out those edits. They're so, so well done. If you love this movie, you you owe it to yourself just to, to keep consuming more and more because, you know, like we said, we're part of the marketing, whether we like it or not. We, we it, like, how could you not like with a movie like this? Uh, that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next. Star Wars meets Platoon. Fearless Fred presents Mud 79, a fan-made Star Wars story like you've never heard before. At 17, Solomon Kwai joins the Imperial Army, becoming part of the Galactic War Machine. But will he survive? Get down! Lead the way and list today. Fearless Fred presents Mud 79, a fan-made Star Wars story. Available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your favorite podcast.